Hi, everyone. Mitch and Joe here with your morning show here at Pick Dogs. Of course, uh, the most imitated and copied channel on the internet, <laughs> I believe, we're up there. It's like, I think that should be our new tagline. It's like, <laughs> I think every, it should. I like that one. Every day, there seems to be a new channel, like trying to copy us, you know, copy what we're doing or whatever. It's like, I don't know, man. It's just frustrating. It's not frustrating. It's just, I mean, it's a joke. Well, um, what do they say? It's the biggest form of flattery, right? Yeah, it's just more annoying than anything, though. You know? <laughs> well, if they have a girl that says, I like it a lot, you know, they're completely trying to imitate us. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to say it a thousand times today. We're going to have our. Oh, my. Uh, we should get a counter, like our uh, YouTube counter, <laughs> and uh, count the I like it's and absolutely. And we, we should, should have a goal like of a hundred a day, you know. I think so. And absolutely is caught on with Tony Brown. I heard him talking and he said absolutely like three times in a sentence. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I say it a lot when I got Tony Brown saying it. But I think a lot of people say it, you know, and it's just it's you're gonna have um you know, I've I've been doing this for, for fifteen years, you know, on I've been on video for 15 years this is my you know i've changed youtube accounts not because i got like chased out of accounts or anything like that just because i was trying different things and it's like i should have just kept the same account i'd have like millions of subscribers by now on this channel but the thing is is that um you know it's never changed it's always been the same and it's like it's just youtube is bigger and the trolls and and whatever it's all people that are afraid to get out there themselves you know, there's two types of people on YouTube. There's the people that are afraid to get out there themselves. Well, there's there's more than two types, but there's there's the there's the there's the, there's definitely of the troll types. There's the people that are afraid to get out there themselves, and then there are the people that have have gotten out there themselves and have just failed miserably and just quit. Yeah. So, um, I think that um, I think that that's all you know part of it. You know. It for sure is. It really is. I'm going to count how many times I say that, though. It makes me laugh. I went out last night, Mitch. I am free as a bird. I'm allowed out at night. Um, I have to tell you, a little bit overwhelming, all those TVs and all the games going on and all the noise in there. And I don't know if the bars are the same down there. When you um, watch hockey up here in Canada in the brew house, which is one of my local pubs, the sirens, uh, the red flashing alarms go off every time there's a goal. So watching that Calgary game last night, six goals in that game for Calgary. It was uh, it was a great game to be out watching. I, I know. You didn't watch it. Couldn't it even great. tell you that they played. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of... Um, got a lot of different um, you know, games in action today. The NBA kind of revving it up for Thursday, and um, the reason you know why they're doing this is because Sunday just two games. So normally they play, and so they have to kind of, you know, they're back to the eighty-two game schedule. Joe was at the corner of the bar, giving people dirty looks. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, the pack of Marlboros were definitely there. <laughs> so we were up on the bar too, you guys. <laughs> everyone's step back. Um, yeah, trade deadline today at 3 o'clock Eastern. We're approaching that. Yeah, I usually, 
I tell you, 90% of the time, 99% of the time, it ends up being anticlimactic in a lot of trades that, that don't happen. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just the way it is. In baseball as well, we see the same yeah. thing. And there's there'll be some minor deals, and then there'll be those salary cap deals, like teams looking to unload salary, and then, you know, um, trading for expiring contracts and, and things like that. You know, like teams willing to take a hit for um, an expiring contract. It's weird. It's like um, my headphones are off. You know, some days it's like it doesn't, it feels unbalanced, you know, so. I don't like that feeling. No, I don't either. All. Where it's like one seems louder than the other. Well, at least you're not hearing me twice. Could be worse things. I like it. That's for sure. <laughs> and it really didn't wasn't relevant to anything that was said i just felt like throwing it in <laughs> oh man we're due for that like it. so harden harden wants a trade apparently um but it doesn't always mean that you're gonna get one yeah you know it doesn't always mean that you get one that's for sure yeah, it be interesting to see what happens um, by the end of the day here. Who goes where? Yeah, I, I think, um, I don't know. It's like Ben Simmons seems like he's just so ripe to be traded, but it's like they want a ridiculous amount for him. But it's like he certainly doesn't warrant it because he doesn't have the production, you know, to – and it's like everyone knows that they want to get rid of him and he he wants yeah. out. Absolutely. Absolutely he wants out. He's just not a good team player, right? He's not at all. Well, let's take a quick look at who is playing today. And, you know, I, be, I was looking at the betting tools on sports chat plays today. And so let me just bring this up if I can. I'm going to show people this. I would know. I noticed something. So I look, I, I'm still learning the tools too, right? I mean, there's so yeah. much there. And I was in this, you know, like I said, yesterday's show, I had a conference call last night and we roadmapped out the next year um, wow. as to what we're going to do. And it's overwhelming the amount of tools and things that we're going to be adding to, to the site. So I know in the next couple of days, there will be some additions and I'll point those out. So it should be today or tomorrow. Um, yeah, Ben Simmons is a quit. He's not only is a quitter, he, he just, he quit because he, because he can't hit shots and he's mad because people call him out on it. I mean, imagine if Shaq, you know, I mean, Shaq went his whole career that he couldn't hit free throws, you know? And I remember the MTV Cribs when they went to his house and he has a like a full basketball court in his house and he would he would stand there he's like you know he he, he stood there at the line he's like see i practice all the time <laughs> he's like all the time hours and hours and hours it's like you know yeah i think ben simmons is overrated too i think he i think he's one of those guys ben simmons to me is one of those guys that has like in a skills competition you know for passing and dribbling and all those things He's the winner, you know, of a skills competition. But when it comes to applying it on the, on the court, 
it doesn't it doesn't translate. Normally, a guy like that, and we, you could see it in college, because normally a guy like that can carry his entire team into the into the tournament. And Ben Simmons was ain't unable to do that at LSU as well. And I think the thing is, you know, with Ben Simmons is it's kind of like the NFL draft combine. You know, where the guy can jump and he can do all these things and he can lift weights and all these other things. But can he actually play football? And I think that's how you get a guy like Mitch Trubisky, you know, drafted second or third overall that we never talk about anymore. Right. It's like, I mean, this is how this happens is because of the combine. But Ben Simmons was a guy that was hyped like that and he was supposed to be like that. But he's, you know, the reality of it is he can pass, but he can't shoot. And it's like you need to be able to do everything because in the NBA, everybody is good. So it's like they're going to exploit whatever weakness you have. So it's like if that means fouling this guy in the, every time down the court for the last five minutes, then that's what they're going to do. And that's exactly yeah. what they did um, to take the Sixers out. But anyways, I wanted to go to the betting tools real quick. Um, okay. I need to cut the – you know what I need to do? I need to go to the – preview yeah, mode he, to do it and i'll go yeah he definitely thinks he's better than he is that's for sure that ego yeah it's like this um all right, well that didn't work so thankfully i did it in preview mode but let's okay. see if we do it here and then i do this and then I do this. There we go. All right. So here I am at Sports Chat Place. And um, what I did is I just went to the tools here. And I went to the angles on Sports Chat Place. And of course, nothing's happened. There we go. So then I went to the last 30 days. Right, just to consolidate it because there's so much here. You could also consolidate it by sport. And then I looked at this and I said, holy smokes, road favorites are hitting at 59.3%. That's crazy, crazy. right? Because crazy. they say, right, in sports betting, if you can hit 52%, right, you're going to win. And like the all-star of all-stars in sports betting hit it, you know, 56, 57%. But here's something that over the last 30 days, 46, 31, and 3. And then you look at the favorites interconference, 56%. And the road west versus east, 55.36%. And then you look in here and you see what fits the mold today. And here it is. Memphis Grizzlies minus the 12 against Detroit. The Miami Heat minus the five and a half against the against the Pelicans and the Raptors minus the eight and a half against Houston all hit this thing that hit that's been hitting at fifty nine percent. So these are at the betting tools in on sportschatplace.com. You go to sportschatplace.com betting tools. You have tons of different tools here, but I was looking at these this morning. And you can see here are the results of the last um, several times that this trend has come up. And you could see. It's lost the last two, but before that, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. It's eight, three, and one since the seventh. So that's two days ago. And you could always click view more, and it will continue to load all the way down the page. See? So you can go, we're back to the fifth now, and look at all those winners in a row again. 
it just keeps going and going. So hopefully you guys have checked this out. So but the these, Grizzlies, the Heat, and the Raptors. Right, and then here's the other one that hits at 56%, and that's the favorites interconference hits at 56%. So you see if there's any crossover, right? And here they are again. The Grizzlies, the Heat, and the Raptors again hit this one wow. at 56%. So you got a double trend. And look at this one. This one's on an outright heater. This trend has hit six in a row. So while, you know, it doesn't, you know, while this isn't an indication of future performance, right? Past is not a guarantee of future performance. But you can see that this trend has been red hot. And you combine it with the other trend that we just looked at. So this is how you use the betting tools, you know, to your advantage. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it absolutely is. It's like finding it, those angles and then digging further into the games. It's super easy. And this is this is one of the betting tools that's been there for since the beginning. Well, actually, we added this expanded angles um, maybe a few weeks ago. But, um, you know, I think the, the issue with this and, you know, I'm going to talk to the guys is that the default is 180 days. So it makes it okay. confusing. So I'm going to talk to them. And if you look, the default is 180 days. So when you look at the angles here at 180 days, um, it's, it's, it's too much. There's too much data here because there's all this college information here. But if you break it down and you just do NBA over the last 180 days, but it's like 180 days isn't really relevant to this mm -hmm. season, right? So yeah. it's like what's really relevant to the season would be the last 90 days or the last 30 days, which is the one that where it comes up. And that's where we found these trends. And they're all over 50%. And these two, the top two, are once almost 60%. So you're never going to, you know, you, there are people out there that can claim that they win them all in sports yeah. betting. Um, they don't. They don't. Even the guys that give out these ridiculous, like I'd seen the YouTube comments, people say, you know, these ridiculous favorites. They'll say like, um, you know, and I don't even know why they leave the comments, but I don't, you know, I, I generally try not to crush those guys and say, you know, I don't see the value or whatever. Cause we all know at a certain point, you know, it's like, I've seen enough of these comments that, I mean, these guys are probably betting like giant parlays or something, or they just, or they're 12. You know, because yeah, and they just don't understand the concept yeah, of Grizzlies um, money line. You know, exactly. right? They don't understand that. You know, that it's like if you if you win a dollar for every if you win less than a dollar, you know, eighty cents on every ten dollars that you bet. Well, when you lose one, it takes twelve bets, yeah, to make up to get even. So it's like the probability, even if you're betting, you know, ridiculous favorites like that, the probability of hitting 12 consecutive bets, they have like those beat the street competitions and things like that. And believe me, no one knocks it out of the park, right? So no. there's always an upset. There's always that underdog that comes in there and gets the win. And especially with like the huge favorites like this, there's always one of those games. We see it in all sports. I like it. Anyways, let's go to the uh, let's go to the NBA schedule for today. I know that we took a little bit of a sidetrack there, but hopefully you guys saw. Um, hopefully you guys think that was worth it. And of course, you know, this show is new, so it's like your feedback is more than welcome. I I know there's going I know there's some negative feedback, and went around really, you know, I take it into consideration. Um, I think, like I said yesterday, and I've addressed it time and time again, you know. 
don't don't guess, you know. It, it, and it's like I would never um, ask anybody else to put their full personnel file, you know, from your human resources department on my show. And I'm not going to air somebody else's either. You know, that's not going to exactly. happen. You know, I, I don't care, you know, how, how vocal people are or whatever. It's like. But anyways, we've got the Pistons and the Grizzlies. We just took a look at that one, and we took a look at the Heat and the Pelicans. The Pelicans is the interesting angle because C.J. McCollum should be ready to play for the Pelicans in this one. It does give them another angle here, but, you know, the betters are are leaning, or at least the odds are showing that, um, you know, the Heat are, are the way to go here. And I could see it, you know. I, I really understand that angle. Do you have a premium on, on this? Because I don't, I don't know what you have. Um, I, don't want I to... do have a premium on the side. All right. So I'm I looking don't... at the total in this one. Okay. I don't um, want to. For a free play. I should probably look and make sure before I start <laughs> digging into these games um, that I'm not okay. stepping on your toes. But um, oh, anyways, I'll step. Step away. I'll I, can step. Al- I can always give um, a side or a total on both or you could do both. Or you right? could slip so, up and give out a premium pick. It could happen. I could. <laughs> I've done that many a time. Someone's thrown a game at me and I've just started blurting it out. So. Yeah, it happens. You know. <laughs> it does. Right? Especially when you disagree with someone and you're like verbal diarrhea out of your mouth and you're like, oops, sorry guys. Okay, so I'm looking at the total though in this one. Two seventeen. These teams have trended to the under, but I think we're gonna have a more competitive game in this one. So I am looking at that over. Um the Heat come in rested into games and play strong to that over. They're eight and two in their last ten to the over overall. And um I really do think even with the Pelicans with um their Adam McCollum's here I think they have a good game. So I think there's going to be um, lots of points in this one. Both teams are doing well um, with points. They're averaging 107 for the Pelicans and 110 for the Heat. It's one of my favorite games on the board. I'm excited to see um, how CJ McCollum's does with the Pelicans. I think that it's going to take a while to get chemistry with this team. I, I think that, you know, it's rare that you see a guy just come in and all of a sudden he just gels, you know, he just fits like a glove right into what they're doing. We even see the guys come off of the um, injured, you know, when they're injured and they come back and it certainly sets teams back. And we've seen that, you know, uh, plenty of times. And, you know, we saw it last year when Kyle Lowry was out for the Raptors. He came back and then they just lost like, you know, a million games in a row. And we saw it this year even with the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, when, you know, who's been out, who've been outstanding this season. But um, the time they weren't outstanding was when John Morant came back from injury. They lost like two or three games in a row, and then they got the chemistry back together. And of course, now mm-hmm. I think this is the best Grizzlies, you know, we've seen in a very long time, um, maybe ever. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I think that, um, you know, expecting McCallum to come in and to absolutely change the Pelicans. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think that you have to give the Pelicans a lot of credit. 22 and 32 on the season straight up, 12 and 13 at home, and 27, 26 and 1 against the number 6 and 4 straight up in their last 10. Um, This is a team missing their very best player and one of the very best players in the NBA. He hasn't played much in his career. He's one of those guys that, um, you know, he's just injured all the time. It's, Which is hard. It's hard. hard for a team to carry a player like that. Well, these, you know, the hope is is that he's going to be, you know, Joel Embiid was like this for a while for for the Sixers, and you know, it paid off for them. 
Carl Anthony Towns has been like that for the, for the for the Timberwolves. There's been players like this. Um, Bill Walton was like this the bulk of his career, you know. But when they play, um, they're outstanding. You know, there's there's nothing there's nothing you can say about it. But the thing is, they need a bigger you know they need a bigger contribution. Are they sitting him because they don't want to risk him getting a uh, further um, injury? Or do they do it? Be, are they doing it because he really can't play? Last year we saw him play. It was like the last week of the season, and that's like the last, That's all we've seen him play, you know, in 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 the last two years. So, yeah. um, are they just waiting? Because now they'll have McCollum, they'll have Ingram, they'll have him. They'll be ready to go, you know, for next season. They're definitely a team to watch if they can get him healthy. Who did they lose? Alexander Walker and there's one other player. Didn't they lose? Um, to get McCollum, I think yeah. a bunch of draft choices. Okay, is what that would cost you. We could find out exactly what the trade yeah. was. Um, let's see. It was, it was a three-way deal. Yeah. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. Yep. Josh Hart. I think they won that deal. I would say. Yeah. I would say they won that deal. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah, it's interesting to see teams couldn't hear a word that you're saying but it sa- sounded like she said i like it or absolutely it was definitely one of those two but um <laughs> but think um you know so for me, I'm going to stick with those picks that hit those angles on the betting tools. I'm going to go with the Grizzlies here. I'm going to go with the Heat, and I'm going to go with the uh, Raptors. That all three of those hit the betting tools um, on those on those angles. Um, it's three road favorites, um, and uh, it's three road favorites going um, cross conference as well. Yeah. You know, it's east east at west. And except for the Memphis is west at east. But in all those situations, those are hitting it. The road favorites are hitting at 60 are hitting at 60% over the last 30 days. And the um, interconference at 56.02. I think, you, you know, if, all you got to is hit on one of those angles, you know, but you got yeah. them both going in, in those three games. And I absolutely love the Grizzlies here. Um, even though it's a high line, I think this Pistons team is just trending in the wrong direction. They've lost their last five games. Grizzlies are just too strong with Morant. Morant's playing just lights out at the moment. And the Grizzlies have dominated this uh, matchup. They are 19-7 and seven against the spread in the last 26 meetings. I think they come out hard and strong in this one. And I think we go over. I think that's a high-scoring battle as well. So... Grizzlies putting up all those points. Well, then we have the three later games. We've got the Mavericks and the, and the Clippers. We've got the Suns and the Bucks and uh, Golden State against the Knicks. Um, you can kind of tap dance around. I'm not like I said. I don't know what your premium plays are. I'm trying to find. I'm, I went <laughs> to okay. I went to look. I totally uh, forgot <laughs> where I was, but um, yeah. we can come back to it. But 
um, I think for me, it's like, you know, I still have very little faith in the Knicks, two and eight in their last 10, three and seven um, against the spread in their last 10 games, 12 and 15 overall on the road. The Warriors nine and one straight up in their last 10 and 25 and four straight up at home this season. I know they're missing some players, but um, to me, it's like uh, the Knicks are, are, are death. And, um, you know, not Warriors cool. killed me though last night, Mitch. I hate this matchup tonight because I was so mad at the Warriors. They came out for that first quarter and then I don't know what they did. They played just absolutely terrible against the Jazz after the first quarter. Well, the Jazz, the Jazz are a good team and, you know, the Knicks aren't. So I yeah. think that's going to be the difference here. It should be the difference. I'm staying off it though, but I definitely think the Warriors come out and get a big win. I'm just personally, I can't do it. Can't get there with them tonight. So, um, the other one I like in there is the Dallas Mavericks. I just can't trust in the Clippers right now. I don't like what I'm seeing out of them at all, and I think the Mavericks team is just playing too strong. Um, Dallas won this back in November, which was quite a while ago, but they won it, I think, 112 to 104. Like they had a really big game against them there, and they're one and or sorry, six and one against the spread in the last seven um, when their opponents have allowed 100 or more points in the previous game. I just I don't know. The Clippers are one of those teams that they play up in some games, but I don't see it being here on the road against Dallas. Yeah, that's it's, I did the video on that game and for me, it's one that I could definitely sit out. You know, I have no problem sitting out that game. It's just not one that I'm rushing to the window to bet by any stretch of the imagination. And I think at the same time, uh, you know, I think that, I think the Suns bucks game, the rematch, you know, from the NBA finals last year, I think, you know, it's probably a little bit more meaningful for the Suns, but for the Bucks, um, but for the Bucks, it's uh, it's it's definitely a statement game for them too. So you know the angle is the Suns, you know, and the, and the revenge and all that other good stuff. But at the same time, it's uh, you know statement game for the Bucks too. So yeah. you know I don't expect them to lay down at all. No, it's going to be a great game. The Bucks have just been playing lights out at the moment as well. So be interesting to see. I can't wait for this one. Yeah, what time does that one kick off, Mitch? Um, 10 o'clock Eastern. Okay, so 8 o'clock my time. Good. I can watch the full game. Joe's in that odd mountain time zone. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it's the smallest time zone. Well, Hawaii, my time zone, I think, is the smallest. Um. Of all the time zones, I think that um, I think the Hawaiian Standard Time has least people in an HST than any other time zone. But I'm going <laughs> to guess that Mountain Time Zone is probably up there as far as like a very because I know in the United States it's a very small sliver of <laughs> of, of people in that time zone. Yeah, that's why like Rod <laughs> always refers to it like as the time, and it's like I mean that's the least amount of people you know <laughs> relate to that time. It's like Pacific time, you know, less, you know, but most, that's what we try and do everything in East coast time as just, it's just seen as the general reference, you know? And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm as far as you can be from, you know, East coast time. It's like, you know, it's a five hour time difference. And, you know, coming up whenever they switch the clocks, I'll be a six hour time difference, which means that, you know, the show is going to be um, at 4 a.m. my time instead of 5 a.m. So I'm going to be really in a good mood. 
Oh, wow. That is very early for you. Yeah. Four o'clock comes early, as they say. We could always <laughs> we could always move it with the time change for you, and then um, I'm good. Okay, get it over with. I know you're an early bird. I like it. You know, get it over with. Well, it's like you know, I it's I have to work on. I live I live in Hawaii, but I have to work East Coast time zone. So yeah. it's it is you know it, what it is, and that's why it works for me because if I was working on the East Coast in East Coast time zone then I would be, I would be, you know, working all night. Like I used yeah. to when I lived in Chicago, which is central time zone. But it was like, I would just be working all night. Instead, now it's like, I just get up early. I get it all over with. And it's like, yes. I could take a nap or whatever in the day and stay up, but I don't, you know, it's just. <laughs> when is, I know it's, it's usually right around the NC. It's, it's in March Madness. Oh, I can't wait for the time to shift forward. Ours doesn't move. March 13th. Okay. So we've got a, just over a month here. Yeah, it's always the week before. It's always the Sunday before the NCAA tournament. It's when it always is. Right okay. before March Madness. Because they, yeah. they go an hour forward. They just can't wait for the <laughs> tournament. It's like it's an hour. Less. Yeah. That countdown clock gets slight, slightly smaller. But uh, speaking of the NCAA tournament, we've got college basketball action tonight. Um, last night, I think that, you know, once again, we saw the odds makers way off. I missed my dog of the day. I tell you, sometimes on the dog of the day, I reach. Yeah. And sometimes I feel really good about it. And yesterday, I felt really good about my dog of the day. And they got killed, you know. Oh, it's like, I'm it happens. No, it's like, it happens. But it's like, sometimes it's like, it's a reach, you know. And I'm just like looking for a dog. Something that, you know, it's got to be a dog. It's got to be, you know. But... You know, other times it's 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 like I feel really good about it. Like you know, I felt like was good about Wisconsin. I felt good yesterday yeah. about Ole Miss, and it's like man, they they got they got whooped. So they were in it. I should have given out um, George Washington. Should have been my dog of the day because UMass straight ass. I mean, they're just straight <laughs> ass. Yeah, they never deserve to be the favorite. That's yeah, how sure. are they favored by like eight points or something? They I don't had, know. They got shellacked. <laughs> they got crushed and the other one that was oh i got on my on my parlay on the site um on, on my parlay that i do on the youtube my college basketball youtube parlay people were crushing me on my quinnipiac pick because they had lost like by 20 points their earlier game whatever i mean yeah. they were eight and a half point dogs or something. they won by like 20 i mean it was nice. like yeah yeah they both we hit i hit the college basketball parlay Congratulations, good work. But um, you know, I I hit a bunch of them, but it's like it was just um one of those ones where it's like I don't know, people just hated it in the comments, but it happens. But we've got early action today, five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Towson taking on William and Mary. We've got Wagner against Mount St. Mary's. We've got Georgia Southern App State, six thirty Eastern Time. Then we head into the 7 p.m. time zone with Cleveland State against Illinois, Chicago, the Flames. We've got Purdue-Fort Wayne, the Mastodons, up against Indiana-Purdue, who, P.U., man. There's definitely, you can't say <laughs> Indiana-Purdue Indiana, Purdue without um, P.U. Because, man, they stink. 2-19 and 19 on the season, 5-14 and 14 against the number one and nine straight up in the last 10. Whew. 
Yeah. Wow. They make the nets they really look. They stink. make the nets look good. Meanwhile, got Longwood up against South Carolina Upstate, kind of off the board there. Troy versus Arkansas State. Delaware versus Northeastern. Northeastern coming off of that big win over Towson. Got James Madison up against Elon. Maryland up against Iowa. Western Illinois against North Dakota State. Mercer versus VMI. Let me see how far these games go. All right, so not too much further. Um, Greensboro versus Citadel. Drexel Hofstra. Sacred Heart versus Bryant. Merrimack versus Central Connecticut State. Of course, Merrimack fitting that schools that we've visited while on acid. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> you could, but you could. There's still time. There's still time. There is still time. Canadians won't let me cross the border, though, so we're safe. She can cross the border only on acid. LIU <laughs> versus St. Francis. Fairly disinterested against St. Francis. Got Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, up against Georgia State. I mean, how many times have you used the word Chanticleer in your life outside of talking about Coastal Carolina? How about zero <laughs> on that one for me? Yeah. Um, oh, me too. You, I didn't even know it was a word. UAB against Southern <laughs> Miss. Middle Tennessee against Old Dominion. I think they made it up. Marshall against FIU. Charlotte against La Tech. Evansville versus Indiana State. The rematch. Central Mish versus Ohio. Joe liked Central Mish the other night. They won outright. Um, Joe, any of these, uh, we got a long list of games here. We could break them down or, you know. Yeah, tons of games here. I love William and Mary plus the 18 points here against Towson. Um, I think what we're going to see is William and Mary just coming out strong. They're great as a road underdog, 4-0 against the spread in their last four as that road underdog. And the road team in this matchup is 5-0 against the spread in their last five. I just, I think Towson wins. I don't think William Mary could actually pull the upset and get it um, straight up, but I think it's closer than those 18 points. In I like one. the Plus 1,800 there on William & Mary. I got no problem going money line on that one. Um, okay. They, they, they're they not that bad. They're not nearly yeah. as bad. And it's kind of, um, you know, they've been covering pretty well, um, especially on the road. They, these team, Towson won the first meeting 91-69. So, you know, they were in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 22 what's 22 you know they're and here they are getting you know 18 in, in the revenge spot yeah i like it i like it a lot and then um i'm looking at delaware i don't think northeastern can come in and get a win um here against delaware or even a cover with the points delaware is a better team and i think it's um gonna be a high scoring one in this one too i like the over 137 and a half Got any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, th- I think Northeastern, we saw them last time, you know, get the win against Towson. So stringing together wins isn't something that they generally do. Yeah. We know that. For the most part, yeah. they've been terrible. I think one of the more interesting games, you got Maryland and Iowa here. Maryland is at home. Iowa's not been a great road team, just two and five straight up mm-hmm. on the road. Maryland seven and seven at home. It's been a disappointing season, but they have a lot of talent on that roster. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Maryland outright them in that game. Okay. You think, any thoughts on that total, Mitch? That was one I was looking at the under. The under, um, well, the number's fallen quite a bit. It was 149, 146 and a half. Now, I still think we just squeak under that. I was definitely struggled for points on the road. Yeah. No doubt about it. Maryland, well, they can clunk it at any time. We know that, so... 
Yeah, I'm going to stick with the under with that one. I think the Purdue-Fort Wayne against Indiana-Purdue, even though it's 20 points, 19 and a half, I think that one to me is interesting as well. Um, you know, Purdue-Fort Wayne and Indiana-Purdue, you got two Purdue's going at it, you know, in the Horizon League here. And, uh, you know, I think I think Fort Wayne could win this one by 30, 40 points. We saw one of these last night in a, a similar situation with, you know, a you know, two bad teams going at it, or a, a reasonable team against a bad team. Yep. And I think it was a 40-point game in that one. Yeah, exactly. When we have two um, Purdue's going at each other, is something bad going to happen like when we have two colors, two of the same colors? I don't think – I think something's going to – something's going to happen bad for uh, Indiana-Purdue, Iwapui. Yep. I think it's – I think something <laughs> real bad is going to happen. Just like it has most of the season. They're perfect 0-8 on the road. Oh, yeah, that's a perfect road record right there. (laughs) They've nailed it. Stuck the landing. (laughs) Oh, man, when are they finally going to get their win? I'd like to look at their schedule and see one game that's actually winnable for them there. I don't think they have one. So I think that could be – they are the winnable game for everybody else. It's like they're coming to town. Let's get get out the bandwagon. UAB – Against Southern Miss, Southern Miss is another team that's absolutely terrible, and UAB is another team that's that's that can run it up. Twenty three points. We're just at that point of the season where we're going to see some big numbers out there, and you know we saw the dogs you know, last night on the drive through. I gave out San Jose State against San Diego. They were, the line opened at fourteen and a half. By the time I got on the show, I had sent my pick into Tony at plus fourteen and a half. By the time they got on the sh- by the time the, that I got on the show, and I'm you know I'm always last on the drive through. 18 and a half it was at. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they only lost by 10. It's so you're seeing these big lines and, you know, yeah. And people hammering favorites. So you kind of have to be a little bit, but Southern Miss is a team that, you know, they're fully capable of giving up those 23 points in the last five minutes of the game. We've seen it. Yeah. Is this one where you could look at Southern Miss for that first half? To come out stronger and keep it within the number? It depends because UAB can be a tough place to play too. You know, okay. you know they have that big offense. They have the big defense. It's so one-sided, you know, and that's why you have a 23-point yeah. line here. It's like maybe if it was, I don't know, maybe they'd look past them. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, 23 points. Well. It's bad. It's just bad. <laughs> It does look bad for sure. What other ones are you looking at in here, Mitch? You went all the way up all through all the 7 o'clock games, though? Yeah, 7 Eastern time is okay. what we did. I think um, La Tech against Charlotte. You know, Charlotte's 9-2 and two straight up at home. But, you know, playing against the, the teams with the winning records, I'm not really sure. Um, the Charlotte defense isn't quite what it was. The La Tech defense, not really anything. It never was. But... I think offensively, you have, a, you know, pace is going to make the race in this one. You know, if La Tech plays at their speed, you know, Charlotte's going to be dead. So, yeah. it's definitely one to maybe watch and put a halftime bet in on. Indiana State versus Evansville is another one that's interesting to me because um, Evansville beat Indiana State last time out um, as a 10.5 point dog. And now it's on a back to back. And that game was at Indiana State, this one's at Evansville. And we're getting points with them now. Yeah. Well, Evansville, Evansville is is the dog again. Yeah. Not interesting. 
strong at strong at home against that spread. Five and three against the spread at home. So Roberto, I don't know what what you're talking about. Is this a premium for you all? I don't know what the question was. North Dakota State versus Western Illinois. I don't think we've gotten to that time slot. Have we? Um, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. So that's. Yeah. yeah. So that. That's pretty much the answer there. We've gotten to the <laughs> time slot. We're at the seven o'clock Eastern time games. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Another one I'm hoping um, the team does well is Old Dominion, but I don't think they will. I think Middle Tennessee State comes out and gets um, the win and cover, and that's five and a half points. If it was a couple more points, I could see Old Dominion keeping it tight, but I think um, Middle Tennessee State's just going to be too strong for them there. I'm looking up, what does Dominion mean? Holds Dominion over the island. Power to rule country oh. or region. Because it's like you have the old dominion, you know, is there yeah. a new dominion, kind of intermediary dominion. You know, we had the same problem yesterday with South Florida. <laughs> same issue. Oh, I love the name Old Dominion. There's a band, Old Dominion, isn't there? Or are they New Dominion? Oh, he's saying the game is at 7 p.m., North Dakota. I, I mean, I haven't looked at the game, but oh. I, I will. Yeah, there's uh, Old Dominion. Oh, yeah, it's... um. Who is this game? It's uh, North Dakota. Oh, no. North Dakota State? Which one was he asking? North Dakota State. Yeah. Western Illinois. Um, Western Illinois is one and a half point favorites in that. Seven and four at home this season. Five and four against that spread. What's the rotation number? I can't even find this game. Um, 762. Or no, sorry, that is... There it is, 761, 762. I see yeah. it. Yeah, Western Illinois, is, it's odd that they're favored here and the line is going higher. I, I like North Dakota State at first glance, um, just looking at it from a very high level, and that's without even looking at it. Um, I would say North Dakota State, and I think getting the more points to me is, is, is attractive as well. Um, Western Illinois, all offense, no defense. Defense generally travels well, not as um, appealing to to the viewer. But um, when you when you look at games with close point spreads like this one, kind of like that um, Cal versus Oregon State game last mm-hmm. night, you want to look at the teams that shoot free throws better. So if it's a point and a half spread, then you know for me, I look at for me, I look at. Um, you know, when you have this big offense versus no, you know, with no defense and, you know, the other way around and North Dakota state has pretty good offense here and reasonable defense compared to uh, Western Illinois. This is actually a pretty good play. Uh, I really like them here. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm going to, I might put a couple bucks on this thing. There you go. I'm yeah. glad you told us about this game. Maybe I'll <laughs> add it to my premium picks. <laughs> I really think I, I kind of like this thing. Yeah. And it's going to be a good one. Yeah. The thing is, it's like, you know, even if it faced, even it does shape up to be a tight game here, which I don't even think it is. Um, Like I said, one team shoots 70% from the line. The other shoots 75%. Yeah. Houston was terrible last night. I, I thought the officiating in that Houston game and the Oklahoma game were hideous. 
I lost both of those, and I'm going to blame them both on the officials. I mean, I lost, and if the, if the calls went my way, I would have been happy. But it's, like, terrible. Damn refs. wonder how much hate mail they get. Probably zero compared to what I get. Because they're not as <laughs> out in the open as we are, you know? Like, who was... Well, I couldn't tell you the name of those guys. I'm sure I could find out. Oh, I'm sure you could. I don't care enough. <laughs> Losing money with them, though. Some refs. Those refs. <laughs> They're right up there with the Timberwolves and the Nats. Oh, man, those Brooklyn Nats, I those, tell you. That cult. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, like, a list. It was so fitting like that what? the Colts got blown out by the Jaguars, you know, in week it 18. It was, like, so fitting, you know. It's like all they need is beat the Jaguars to make the playoffs. Everyone's got the mic already put in the playoffs. It's like, you're blown out. It's like, that Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they weren't even close. Crushed. Anyways, no, not at all. One game in the 7.30 slot, that's Louisiana Monroe against Texas Arlington. Odd line in that one, too. Then you got South Alabama against Arkansas Little Rock. Louisiana against Texas State. Nebraska Omaha versus South Dakota. Some real sexy games here. We got Chicago State against Stephen <laughs> F. Austin. Got New Orleans, the Privateers. Up against Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, St. Thomas, Timmy's. You know, this is a one that a lot of, this is a team that I've seen a lot of sharps on all season long. Tonight's their night. Tonight's their night. Minus seven against North Dakota. North Dakota, I don't even need to look. Their defense, so bad. So <laughs> bad. 0-13 straight up on the road. 3-10. and 10. Ouch. Yeah, they stink. I'm adding that one, too. So North Dakota, State, St. Thomas. Wow. I'm not even looking at the game. Anyways, <laughs> Nickel State against Incarnate Word Up. Utah Valley against Grand Canyon. Belmont versus Moorhead State. Two, uh, two good teams in that one. I think Moorhead not getting any respect whatsoever. Yeah, 10-point dog in that. Yeah, it, wow. no way. No way. Way wow. of just left town. Way, way crazy. <laughs> Clemson against Duke. Clemson won the first game. That was at Cameron. Um, Southern Illinois against Tennessee Martin. Western Kentucky against Florida Atlantic. Tennessee State versus Murray State. It's a very nice state. You haven't been there. The best club meds at Murray State. Oh, really? I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I was like, gullible. I believe just. Like, huh, it's not. No, it's no, not. It's not really sorry. a state. It's not really a state. <laughs> Eastern Illinois, who's straight ass as well, up against uh, Tennessee Tech, who really isn't that bad. It's amazing that they're just one and eleven on the road. They're seven and five against the number on the road. Tennessee Tech. Tony T always Tony T always was like when I used to I used to do a podcast every week with Tony T and I would be writing stuff down as I'm talking and he'd be like because yep. when Mitch starts writing stuff down start writing it down he's like that's what you do he's like when he starts writing down it's like that's when he's right I I do it you know un, um, unconsciously yeah Nickel State is just 
they're they're the there are a few teams that are that are pretty much dead to us. I took the Nets again today, only because I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh God, I have to stay away from them. I took them on my seven free picks in just five minutes. I like to open with the Nets. They finally have to do something. No, they don't. Right? They don't. <laughs> That's the whole thing. No, they don't. Oh man. Yeah, okay. that game is a total stay off for me. Austin, I couldn't get behind either team. Austin P against Southeast Missouri State, another team that's way crappier than the record. I got news for you. And Northwestern State against Houston Baptist, another crap fest. Um, this that's is a crap fest. Yeah, today, this could be some of the worst. Um, some of the worst games there are. It'll be interesting to see like what happens in the NBA and the playoffs and everything as as things roll forward because it looks like things are going to be opening up. At least that's the way that it looks. I think Hawaii will be last, you know, yeah. but everywhere else seems like they are op- like they're ready to go. You know, we're hearing you know reduced restrictions in New York, and it's like there's it's yeah. going to be a little bit of a process. But it, it by by summer, it looks like we're going to be back to you know just almost normal again which is unbelievable because it felt like we we're never going to get there yeah we've had a major shift in the last couple of weeks so it's great to see so we see any major shift from any of these crappy teams that we just talked about oh, here major shifts from any of the crappy teams or any of the oh, good no. teams ready to put the hammer down oh man which ones was i like and we went all the way up to the eight 30s. 30 games. You know what? I think Clemson, even though I know that um, they got the win last time, I'm going to still ride with them here at home plus those points against Duke. I think it's a tighter game. I don't think Duke comes in and blows them out of the water. So I'm going to take Clemson plus the six. Um, then actually, Duke, actually, Duke won that game, 71-69. Oh, they, they won. Oh, okay. They didn't cover. They didn't cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, in my head it was... I thought that I thought that yeah. I thought that Clemson had won, but they actually yeah. Duke actually did squeak squeak out the win. Yeah, Duke's gonna crush them. Duke's gonna crush them completely. I think so. I think so. But that's More just than six me. points. Oh, 60. <laughs> 60. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm wrong on that then, because I had a you know four or five point game. Well, we saw the thing is that we saw Clemson beat Virginia at Virginia, and then when they went back to Clemson, Clemson busted them. I mean, Virginia busted them up. Yeah. You know, it's like we're seeing that a bunch here from these guys. You know, they've lost three of the last four games, two-point loss to Carolina, five-point loss to Georgia Tech. So they are 9-2-1 and one against the spread in their last 12 home yeah, games. good for them. <laughs> they can play at home sometimes, right? Um, and then Moorhead State plus those points there, like you said, too many in that one. And there was one other that I really liked. Just scrolling back up because cannot remember off the top of my head which one it was. Um, South Dakota. I'm going to have to go with South Dakota, laying those six points on the road here. I think they're going to come out strong in this one. I know Nebraska Omaha has been strong at home, but I think South Dakota can get it done. They're four zero against the spread as a favorite um, in their last four games. 5-0 against the spread in the last five games versus teams with winning records below 400. Not sure I 100% love that game. I think there are just other places I'd rather be, like Stephen F. Austin against Chicago yeah. State. The the Lumberjacks, you know, 15-8 and eight on the season. Chicago State is actually one of the better Chicago State teams we've seen in a while, 6-17 and 17 on the record. 
on the season, which is really good for them. You know, I mean, you look at back the last 10 years, they probably don't have six wins combined, but um, they've been a lot more competitive. I, I like Stephen F, though. I like the way the Lumberjacks are, are playing, and I think the WAC, is, as crazy as it is, I think the WAC deserves to be more than a one-bid conference, even though I know it's a one-bid conference, but I think that some of these WAC teams, um, you know, could definitely make some noise in March Madness, and I think we'll see it in the, um, I think we'll see it in, in the other tournaments that they're in. I messed up our background on the preview mode. Thankfully, we're in, we still have the preview mode going from when I was doing the screen shares. So, oh, nice. So it's able to not look so crazy on the thing. <laughs> oh, what a mess I made. Looks good, what I can see. Yep. I'll have to fix it after the show. Okay. Anything else that you're liking in this time slot before we move on? No, I don't love this slot, to be honest with you. Just not one of my favorites. I think, you know, I think that Austin P against uh, Southeast Missouri State is probably solid in that one. Austin P has not had a lot to cheer for at home. I think this is a spot where maybe they get a little bit of a chance to do something. Okay. Well, I have to say before joining Pick Dogs, I'd never heard the expression before. I don't love this slot. And now. You know, hear it quite a bit. Well, because we, we break it into <laughs> slots. I know. It just makes me laugh every time I hear it. I don't know why. It's a nice slot. <laughs> it's such a slot. Well, the nine o'clock Eastern time slot has a lot of good games. So what's your drink what's your drink limit at the bar? Like when you go on, you know, casual to Wednesday night at the bar. Like, I stayed home and watched Married at First Sight. I ate chicken burgers. <laughs> well, I ended up getting a ride, so I was able to have a couple more drinks than I normally would have. Nice. So, yeah, so I started um, with a gin and tonic. Well, not gin and tonic, gin and soda and lime. What's your brand? Like, do you have a brand of gin or just gin and tonic? I just asked them for um, not the basement gin. <laughs> so, I don't know what they... They gave me last night. Every bar is so different with what they have. So, I when yeah, I but I love the Costco gin. It's like purple, and purple. I can't remember what it's called. It's a beautiful um, purple gin from Costco. Nice, my favorite Costco gin. Well, yeah, Kirtland doesn't make it, but someone makes it. They sell. But they it could. Costco. But they could. They could. They probably do. <laughs> right? They make they, a whole bunch could. of stuff and relabel it. <laughs> my um. My wife used to walk the dog with um, the wife of the guy who ran the Maui Costco. He retired and they, they moved off island. But um, I used to joke around that, you know, he would, you know, drink the bottles of, uh, of, of liquor and replace it with water and food coloring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the display ones, you know, the ones that they have on top. <laughs> like what kids try to do. He said that he's, he had stories, you know, he said they find bottles of wine everywhere. Like in the sort of empty bottles of wine everywhere. Oh, wow. Store. Yeah. Said all the time. Constantly. Crazy. Yeah. So people walk around like wedge of cheese, crackers, bottle of wine. It's like <laughs> spend the night at Costco. It's like, I guess, date night. I used to drink, <laughs> I used to drink Tangerays and tonic. I also drink Tangeray. Um, I also used to, but for gin martinis, I would drink Gibby's gin, which is a. Ooh, that's a beautiful gin. Yeah. And drink yeah, I drink like a lot. I drink a lot, way too much of it. <laughs> I think this purple one's called Empress. I want to say it's called Empress. Empress gin. It's 
It's super fancy. Super fancy. I never really, you know, I just stuck to the basics. Tanqueray, Stolichnaya, stuff like that. Nice. I like it. But yeah, I just had a, a gin and then I switched to red wine because I get cold easy. Might as well mix. You know, if you're out, you might as well just mix. Oh, well, the shots started coming out, and I was like, no way. They were doing shots of um, So were people out, like, were people out for the first time like you, or were people, yeah. like, were most people were out for the first time, so it was a big party, kind of like a... Yeah, it was. But, uh, there's other people that have just been out the whole time, right? Yeah, there's a whole lot of people that have just been out the whole time, but you could tell from the environment there last night, 80% of the people had not been out in months. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah, you. It was quite the environment. Yeah, like me, I've been trapped in here. So. Joe's going back to get her left shoe um, after the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, "Damn, find the." <laughs> Come on, if I'm gonna leave something, it's always my purse. The guy just back. He's like, he's like, "Are you looking for a left or a right? Let me check the left." <laughs> it's like there's a lot of shoes last night. <laughs> a lot of shoes. Oh man. Got Dixie State taking on New Mexico State. Got Gonzaga taking on Pacific. St. Mary's against San Diego. Southeast Louisiana against McNeese State. Denver against South Dakota State. Washington State against Arizona. We got Oregon, the Ducks, up against Stanford. Montana State against Portland State. Idaho, the Vandals, up against Idaho State. Another crappy team. These are two Bad teams, Idaho, Idaho State. That's like, yep. that's what I'm going to tell Ruffalo. It's like, Ruffalo, you screw up again. You're going to have to watch Idaho, <laughs> Idaho State game on a loop. Eastern Washington versus Weber State. We got the correct pronunciation. We Googled it and they had a thing where you click on it. And it actually pronounces it for you audio style. And it was Weber State. Um, Michigan versus Purdue, Montana. My favorite, one of my favorite Zappa songs, up against Northern Arizona. Going to raise me a crop of dental floss. Raising it up, waxing it down, putting a little <laughs> box that I can sell uptown. <laughs> you so lost me. I have no clue. You never heard that Frank Zappa no. song? Oh, man. Never heard it. It's, uh, the song is, I might be moving to Montana soon. Going to yeah. be a dental floss tycoon. He's going to raise him a crop of dental floss. Going to raise it up. I've never heard it. Raising it up, waxing it down, putting a little white box that I can sell uptown. (laughs) I've never heard it. You said it at first. I was like. Then the choruses. The choruses. Moving to Montana soon. Going to be a dental floss tycoon. Like this. It's like. Because I'm moving to Montana. (laughs) I'm going to have to listen to it right after this. Zap is different. Either you love it or you hate it. No. Rod's, I'm sure. Rod's picks you. are available in the premium area. You get that question. Where's Rod's hockey? It's in the premium area. You go to Rod, you go to premium picks at Pick Dogs. Click on Rod. You will find his picks. He's taking a few month break. I know most of you guys don't, don't have the opportunity to do this, but for most people, it is a grind. That's why you see these shows come and go, and you see some shows they don't do it on the weekends or they don't do it on this and it's like we go 24 7 you know pretty much full tilt all the time so people need a break once in a while and that's the way it is anyways absolutely so we have those games joe what do you think any of those moving to montana soon um i think so 
That'd be fun to go to Montana. But I'm going to look at um, Gonzaga laying all those points against Pacific. Pacific is just so bad. I think Gonzaga can come out here. It's 32 points. Hate laying that. But I think Gonzaga just completely pulls away. Pacific's been terrible on the road. 0-10 oh, on the road this season, 1-9. and nine. There's no way they can take on Gonzaga. Um, and then I'm going to look at Oregon laying that 8.5 points over Stanford. Um, I like them at home. 9-3 and three straight up at home. 6-6 six and six against that spread, but we got Stanford rolling in here, not playing well on the road. 2-5 and five straight up this season, and they're 2-4-1 and one on the road against that spread. I think they're really going to struggle here. They're also struggling in the underdog position, 1-5 and five against the spread in their last six games as as an underdog and um oregon Stan- great stanford i like <laughs> Stan- it i like it <laughs> anyways you like it yes well, i like it i like it absolutely <laughs> the um the, the the thing about stanford is is that they're like a really good you know educational you know institution they're like you know one of the best schools in in the country yet they still excel in athletics and you just don't see that yeah. everywhere you know at stanford i mean They've had some of the, the all-time greats, you know, come out of Stanford. And not just, in, you know, in, in basketball or, or football. You know, we're talking about, you know, some of the other sports. Tiger Woods went to Stanford. Yeah. Oh, he did. I didn't realize that. Yeah, one year. Yeah. Stayed one, for one year? year? Yes. They tried to get okay. John McEnroe. Did they? To play tennis. Okay. Yeah. He, that's one of my, that's my favorite Stanford story. All right, oh. I'll tell you, Joe, since you asked. Okay, let, let's hear it. So John McEnroe goes to Stanford for his tour, right, and his visit yep. and his interview and everything. And they say to him, the guy says to him, he's like, he's, the guy says, well, what do you think? You ready to, you know, come to Stanford and play tennis and whatever, be a student here? He said, I'm going to go play pro tennis. And the guy says um, to him, the guy says to him, uh, well, what if you get injured? What, what if it doesn't work out for you? He said, what if I, he, John Magnus said to him, what if I enroll and you guys close your doors tomorrow? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, no. like, what if you guys go bankrupt? It's <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And that was that whole story. Wow, I yeah. like that story. Yeah, it's, there's a guy who's like, you know, I know what I want to do. I'm going to take, take my shot. Yeah, absolutely um, good for him but uh yeah we've got um you know a lot of good games in this slot you know montana state is actually not a bad team either up against portland state i watched the first meeting of these two teams and okay. it was all montana state it was at portland state and they really had very few answers i could see i could see montana state taking them out again here i don't i don't understand the line here to be honest with you so Montana State was only a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that game, and it was one of those odd lines. It was like, oh, they're begging you to take Montana State. And I said, beg me all you want. I'm going to take them. That's what I'm going to do. But they beat the crap out of them. I mean, they won by 13. I think they were up by 25 most of the game. So, yeah, I I don't see it. I mean, Portland State might be playing a little bit better now than they were, but Mm -hmm. I don't see it, you know. I, I really don't see it. I don't see it. Um, okay. You got the Jackrabbits like against it. Denver, too. Um, <laughs> you know, Denver is actually not a bad team, and I just think it's a lot of points. I, I don't know. I love my Jackrabbits. Ton, They're 10-0 and 0 in their last 10. I'll tell you where the Jackrabbits are always dangerous is in the NCAA tournament. That's where you just don't want to be on the wrong side of the Jackrabbits. 
Yeah, they're fast. Oh, they're they're tough. They just always, they're those guys that just always hit the shot. You know, yeah. like when you think March Madness and the buzzer beaters and like the great all time buzzer beaters. You know, South Dakota State has those. They're in the real, you know, of the greatest shots in March Madness history. The the game against Texas, um, I was at the Westgate Sportsbook, and um, at, it was March Madness, and it was Texas against South Dakota State, and it was one of the late games that night, and the place probably had 10,000 people in it, more than there was probably in the arena watching the game. Wow. And plus they had the, the whole stadium at – Westgate was also full. So they probably had 20 something thousand people there, more than them were probably in the stadium. And when they hit the shot, what happened was they were down by, they were down by um, two. And it was like, you know, one second left. And they did the half court, the pass to the guy at half court. He turned around and threw it up like this and bang, you know, went in and uh, to, for the win. And I mean, the whole building uh, just shook. It's pretty amazing. Oh, wow. But you got to always, you know, so that should be a good game. That's why I love my yep. Jackrabbits. You know, they score points like no one's business, and their defense isn't nearly as bad as some of these other teams. This is probably going to be a high-scoring game, though. Maybe a little the, 155 in that. Yeah, I like the over. <laughs> I think yeah. it's going 175. <laughs> okay, I can get behind that. I also like San Diego against St. Mary's. That could San be Diego. my dog of the day. Could be my dog okay. of the day today. He's trying to find that one. Purdue, Michigan okay, is obviously. San Diego, yeah, it's 15-point dog. Purdue, Michigan is obviously a game a lot of people are looking at. Um, I think this is a good place to not not do it. I could see the Big Ten pushing Michigan, you know, trying to get them across the line to get them into the NCAA tournament. They don't have to do as much as everybody else. right? We know that. And we yeah. could talk all we want about, like, how they do selection and the RPI, and right? If Michigan's close. They're in. They're Michigan. They're going to get in. They always get the benefit of the doubt. Always. So I could see them kind of pushing them here in this game. I could see, you know, Purdue is a way better team. I mean, if they play on a neutral site and, you know, all things being even, because you got to figure Purdue's in. But, you Mm -hmm. know, the Big Ten has to decide, you know, if Purdue loses this game, ah, they fall out of being a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. They'll have to win the conference tournament. Regardless, but you know, yeah. I don't know. They think good place to be Michigan plus the points on. I don't know. I don't. I don't love this yeah. game. I can't get there. I would love to take Purdue because I really hate Michigan. <laughs> I, Out of spite alone. Yeah, right? I can't stand them. <laughs> I just don't like the way they always get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, just doesn't. Well, they do. Doesn't do. There's it for me. always those teams, and I'm sure it's pretty. Um, much like that benefit of the doubt. I'm sure in college, there's a lot more biased with that. See, a lot of people were worried about this show. You know, they were like, oh, the show sucks, whatever, right? See, it's four days later. It's awesome, yeah. right? See? Yeah, it is. Told you. Told you so. <laughs> Told you it was going to be a slam dunk. Told you. <laughs>
Told Absolutely. you. Told yeah, you. Yeah, and then I'm going to film Brian's segment right after this. Yeah. And we'll get it uploaded. And it's and- like, and, and I'm telling you, we're going to have a time where we'll have we'll have guests here and there. We're not going to have like full show guests and stuff like that. We might have guests in for, you know, just a couple minutes or, you know, different things that we're going to do on the show. But it's like at first we're just going to continue to do this. And I, I like the way that it's, I like the, the way that it's going. You know, and it's like, I don't have to talk about hockey because Joe has a hockey show. Yeah. Thank God. Thank Thank God. God, (laughs) Don't make Mitch talk hockey. Actually, but it's funny. Always in the comments are like, "Hate that fucking crap." (laughs) (laughs) Where's Mitchy Puck with his Mitchy Pucks with his picks? (laughs) I'll tell you where his picks. (laughs) Right here, where the penny is. Anyways, got UC Irvine Anteaters taking on UC Riverside. Got. Cal State Bakersfield against UC Santa Barbara. This should be a good one. Bakersfield only six and eleven, but UCSB the Gauchos normally a much better team than this. You know, normally that whole division, that Big West, goes through Irvine, the Anteaters. But the Anteaters are really not so good this year. You know, so it's like I think it's I think the Big West is wide open. Okay. Um, we got Northern Colorado against Sac State. This is don't 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 even kid yourself. Northern Colorado sucks. They're they're hideous. They're the worst twelve and eleven team in college basketball. They're terrible. They've just managed to get those wins. I don't know what they got managed. the bounces right. I don't know. Let's give <laughs> no credit to them. Okay, so Sacramento State plus those six points, son. Uh, um, I don't know under. <laughs> Under, 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 way under, way under, way under. Seattle against Texas Rio Grande Valley, the Vaqueros. You say grand or grand? Grande. Grande. <laughs> it's grand. It's grand. It's grand. I believe. G r a n d e, grand valley. Grande. I don't know how I would have said it if I read it. It so depends. That's why I asked which way you say it. At Starbucks, they call it a grande. I call it a cup of Did coffee. You? I always call it. I always call it large, medium, or small. Pisses them off to no end. Oh, that would. I you get don't the order right. You don't get the nice smile at the window. I get the dirty look at Starbucks. I don't go. I go to Starbucks like once every three or four years. Like if I'm I, the only time I go to like a Starbucks is if I'm on vacation somewhere and I don't have my coffee pot with me because I always travel with my coffee pot. But it's like I don't because um, so I don't have to go to Starbucks. Nice. But like occasionally, like it'll be during the day, and I'll want a cup of coffee, so I'll stop by yeah. Swillbucks and I'll get one, and it's like a large, medium, small. It's like, <laughs> what size did you have? <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom. We went through the Starbucks drive-through driving to a football game, and I'm like, "What do you want?" She's like, well, "Just get me a large, like latte or something." And so I put in my order, and she started calling me a princess. She's like, "Can't you just yeah, get a large latte? Exactly, Is it normal?" Exactly. I love the curb your enthusiasm. He's like, "Just give me one of those vanilla bullshit things." Like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, Anyone else in line want yep. a vanilla bullshit thing? It's on me. <laughs> Mine is a mouthful when I say it. And when my mom pointed out I was a princess, I was like, okay, but just with my coffee, maybe. Because otherwise it comes too weak at Starbucks. You got to be a bit of a princess there. Wouldn't know. We got San Francisco against Pepperdine. We've got Loyola Marymount versus BYU. We've got Hawaii versus Long Beach State. What up, Peaches? And Washington versus Arizona State. 
Oh, Mitch, can the Long Beaches get it done on the road tonight against Hawaii? Plus four points there. Tell you what, it's a long road trip to Oahu. To uh, they, yeah, you know, that's that's the thing about playing in Hawaii. It is a long trip. But so when would when would these guys fly in? Probably last night. Oh, it's got to be a hard game for sure. It's got to be staying a, away from. Got to be got to be a tough day in Honolulu. It must be, right? These go, guys want to get off the court, go outside to the beaches, I'm sure. We could send Ashley over there for some heckling. She would probably <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> she would love it. <laughs> Ashley, we need, we, need you, we need some help. Do you mind going over to the uh, stand here, foot center, and doing a little heckling for us? <laughs> She'd be like, we tell her we'll grab her a Starbucks. She definitely will. <laughs> I don't think she needs a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Although she runs on them. I don't know if he ca- caught the soccer show. Um, but before and after, she's always got her Starbucks in her hand. So. Oh, man. I <laughs> did not know that. But make, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Anyways, I picked up six games from the, just doing the show that I'm going to be betting. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. I'm going to put those in the premium for you guys, too. Nice. Yep. I like it. I'm not as a package, I don't believe. I'm just going to put them yeah. in. Okay. I'm going to um, ride with Pepperdine here, plus that 18 and a half. I think that's too big of a line there against San Francisco. I'm with I you. Think, I'm with you. Yeah. I think San Francisco, I think there's a problem, you know. And last time we saw San Francisco, um, they were not very good. They lost to Portland outright. So was it like, oh, they're going to be mad because they lost to Portland at home? Or, they, or is it a problem? Probably a problem. So the Hawaii game isn't tomorrow night. The Hawaii game is tonight. It's just, it starts after 12 Eastern time. So like 12 Eastern time is seven o'clock here. Yeah. Like when it's midnight on the East coast, it's seven o'clock here. Like, like Romanelli says, I see you put your picks in at one in the morning. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's eight o'clock. It's right before I go to bed. We don't do teasers. Someone's asking about a teaser. We don't do teasers. No. 1.2.5.6 points. We take the other team if we don't like the points. We do not give away money to the sports books. We will not give them free money. It will not happen on my watch. All right, Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you you off. (laughs) What else is new? I'm so excited about Pepperdine, too. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a great game there, and I think Pepperdine definitely gets the cover. Um, And then give me BYU. I think BYU laying those seven points on the road um, against Loyola Marymount is, um, is a great place to put your money. I like them. I like everything that they've been doing. I just can't get behind this other team. Favorites 5-0 and against the spread in their last five meetings, too. So I think they kind of come in strong in this one. I will not allow you to give money to the sports books by betting teasers. Yeah. I, I will not allow it on our show. <laughs> no, and so many people love it. Like, I've been seeing people wanting to tease the bangles to like a nine point dog for the super bowl i'm like what are you doing i can't even imagine the juice on that right it's not smart yeah it just doesn't even make sense no not one bit Um, what else were you liking in these later games mitch i still like the under in that colorado northern colorado sack state game (laughs) northern colorado just can't even hit a layup um 
I like Lamar against Cal Baptist because I pick Lamar every single show. So I'm going to stick with them. They are 0-14 straight up on the road this season, 2-21 and 21, um, straight up on the season. They're the best two so and they're, two. they're the best two and twenty one <laughs> team in America. So we got the best two and twenty one team, and we've got the worst twelve and what were they? I also like Pepperdine. I think San Francisco is really nothing. You know, I don't know. San Francisco really needed that win against Portland, and it's they needed it. It's like because yeah. it, the the West Coast Conference is generally not a four bid conference. Sometimes they'll get three, but generally it's a two. So Gonzaga is always one of them, right? Then you have BYU, St. Mary's, and then, you know, maybe San Francisco, who is on that heater of the longest stretch of not making the NCAA tournament for a team that's won the NCAA tournament. They're the longest stretch of not making it. I think DePaul is going to get it. It's going to break that. It's going (laughs) to sneak in there, though, on them. Break it there. Yeah. think one player in the Super Bowl team is going to make a difference. You got the wrong game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I really don't think one player makes a difference. Yeah. Um, Do you su- look at like the top five of each team and compare them or anything like that? Or you I look at them. I look at the overall matchups. Yeah. And we've seen this Bengal secondary suffocate, you know, better receiving cores than what they face here. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That Titans receiving core is money. And I'd say Matt Stafford, Ryan Tannehill are fairly close, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the issue isn't that to me, it's the Bengals receivers against that Ram secondary, which is yeah. really good. And it is, you know, and I think that could create problems and people are like, Oh, the pass rush and whatever, ah, the pa-, you know, everyone in the NFL that plays defensive line. What do you think the chargers game that, you know, was, was any, was any easier than this? <laughs> you know, It's like, or, you know, it, <laughs> yeah. The Browns game, Clowney and, uh, you know, Miles Garrett. Yeah, it was way easier than, than this game, you know. And that one facing, bit. They've been facing pass rushes like this all season long. Yeah. It's it's not the issue. The issue is that if you can get man coverage on Chase and then you can cover those other guys who are the guys that usually roast you. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. I look at the quarterback matchup and looking at Burroughs, Burroughs is um, – He's a bounce back quarterback. Like if he throws an interception, he's fine and confident coming back out on the field on that next drive that he gets that ball. But you look at Matt Stafford and that's my fear with Matt Stafford is if he throws that interception, he takes that risk and it doesn't pay off. He doesn't bounce back. Well, he comes out and plays cautious after that. So I think we've got a really interesting game here. Yeah, I think, you know, we'll have a lot to talk about for the Super Bowl coming up, especially Saturday and Sunday when we have all yep. the cappers on. Sunday, we'll probably do a lot of the props. And, you know, we have all the prop tools at um, Pick Dogs and Sports Shop Place that you guys can get all those players prop. Um, I don't know. I think if you put Ramsey on Chase, I think you might be in, you might be in business, especially if you can get a pass rush. I think what people... Um, think it's like it's one thing if the receiver can just run down the field and the quarterback has can sit there in the pocket and throw it to them right that's that's one type of football the other one is if your quarterback's on the run to begin with he's got to throw it up for grabs you know a lot 
Which we all know um, Burroughs is with that offensive line. So Caden is talking about the teaser from the aspect that the sports book wants you to look at the teaser from. And that's the changing of the line and adding more points or subtracting points on a pleaser. Um, but what he's leaving out is the most important part is that now you've reduced your payout and you still need multiple outcomes to achieve a payout and you're getting less on it. Absolutely. Never do that. You're going across that zero too. You, you can't <laughs> do it. It's like when you're trying to win 50, 52, 53% of your games, right? You can't, if you, if you are giving away money on your wins, well, now that percentage that you need to win goes way up. But the probability of hitting those wins doesn't. You're only going to get crushed over time. That's why, the, that's why when you go to a physical sports book, and I know it's different now with the apps, but yeah. when you go to a physical sports book, right next to the register, they have a stack of cards right next to the register, just where they put the M&Ms at Walmart. Just where they put the M&M's. Oh, Reese's, M&M's, right? The things, not as good as Canadian chocolate, but but they have the cards right there and they're always bright yellow, blue, you know, like that, the colors like that we make the thumbnails of our YouTube, click on me, you know? But anyways, um, that's my deal with teasers. We we can do a whole show on that, but... Anyways, we've run way long today, Joe. Um, you have a parlay or anything for anybody here? Um, yeah, let me just uh, look back here. Give you guys a parlay. Um, I'm liking the Milwaukee Bucks plus the points. I'm also going to go with the Dallas Mavericks laying those seven points there. And then give me the over between the Raptors and the Houston Rockets. What about you, Mitch? I'm going to go for a parlay for us. I like the under Northern Colorado Sac State. I like um, I like Arizona against Washington State, and I like um, Moorhead versus Belmont. That's my parlay. Like Thanks, everyone, like for joining it, us. I like it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Awesome show. Smash that like button. Subscribe to our channel if you haven't done so. And, of course, if you have picks, leave them in the comments before the game start. I'm, I pick 100% of the games I get to pick after the game is already over. Aloha. Hui ho. Thanks again, Joe. Fun time. Thanks, Mitch. I like it. All right. That was good. Good show.